Welcome to the Growl Podcast, Episode 3. The Lander men's basketball team puts up 100 points again. They didn't put it on the Discredited. Yeah, okay. Discredited. So that, that's the thing. That's what I want to get into. Sebastian made a three at the end, but in a box score, he's, he has zero points. Uh, we need we need some explanation on that. We might get to that in a little bit. We got we got somebody here who can explain yeah, that. We might have. Like, I need to know. This is a trap. We also have plenty of rope and a whip. Yes. Just saying. If, like, there's the like, flogging will continue until morale improves. We need somebody to correct this. Yeah. It, it, we it also need somebody to blame. Yes. Yeah. And we need we need a blame and we need we need this to be no corrected. Game. I need to be I need to blame somebody. Yes, we we, we do. We we're on a, we're in Fired a blaming up. mood. Right. It's not it's not eight o'clock yet, but it will be soon. Yeah. And we're getting to that point because Sebastian needs his needs his three points. He deserves he it. He deserves those three. He earned his three points. That's correct. He is by far well not said by far. He is easily one of my favorite players though. Shout out Bash. Bash. He's, he might be freed some more Thursday as we're going to get into that. I'm Graham Simpson, the play-by-play voice of the Lander Bearcats. With me, as always, is the full-time basketball analyst for Lander, and his name is Landon King. Landon King is present. Hey, how we are you guys doing? We also have the producer, Brian King. Just, just producing today? Producing. Just producer. I produced. You, you produce. And I produced something. Yeah, you produced. <laughs> Uh, and our special guest, very special guest, first time we've had a guest live on the show. On the ground, yeah. Yes, and his name is Turner Kirby. He is an assistant SID for your Lander Bearcats. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on. No problem, Turner. Is uh, We're going to hit the the heavy-hitting questions right here, and it is <laughs> it is what happened to those three mysterious points. Hey, Omar knows he can get the hunter if the score's wrong, but right now I haven't been told that, <laughs> hey, you missed a bucket at the end, so... Right now, I I'm think going, it's been I'm going misattributed. Yes. Well, I don't know. I don't know because Nigel made one of the end two. From Nigel the did hit one, yeah. And then from the left wing, Sebastian made a three. Nigel has his, and Sebastian doesn't. There's the only two threes that were made at the very end. The there, score's right. Yeah. There was a lot of chaos at the end. We got um, King did a mass sub, and yeah. we missed a player coming in. Yeah. And so I'm trying to figure out when that person came in, get them on the court so I can attribute stuff to them. And so, credit to Amanda, our uh, GA. She did a great job just writing it down while I'm trying to figure stuff out on the computer. But it was it was a lot of chaos at the end. So we may yeah. have gotten something wrong, but Omar um, Omar can reach out to Hunter if there's something wrong. Well, he needs to. Like, he needs to do that quick. I might text Omar like <laughs> this. This has to be this, this has, has to be, be fixed. Yeah. So people that don't know, you do stats during the yep. game. Are you spotting for Hunter? Or is, or is Hunter spotting for you? Um, How does usually. That work? It'll be Hunter spotting for me or our GA Amanda. She does. How did when, when when Hunter is spotting for you? What does it sound like in your headset? It's a lot, a lot, a lot of talking. That if anyone else was listening to it, you probably never would know. It, you would probably think we're speaking a foreign language. Yeah, ten, twelve, shot, miss, rebound, thirteen. Do you get shot, to watch the game? Thirteen. Yeah, you're watching the game. You're just not. You're not looking down at your computer the whole time. I'll, it's it's a lot of up 
down, up, up and down. down. Yeah. While, while people, I don't think people realize how hard statting basketball is. And Atlanta and I were actually talking about this last night on the way home after the after the doubleheader, or I guess two days ago when this comes out. Yeah. We're recording it on Monday night. But at the after the doubleheader on Sunday, we're driving home, and he's like, man, it's like basketball is work because you have to stay so focused 100% of the time. Yep. You can never let your focus wander in a basketball game, or you're going to miss all kind of stuff. Well, no. Very easily. And I talked to you this before the game. Like, when I worked, worked at Newberry last year, we did we had football games, and it was nowhere close to as exhausting as working basketball. Correct. Was. Like, I, I worked, did PA for basketball at Newberry, and it was exhausting just back and forth, back and forth. And, yeah, it's, it is a lot of focus into – But we still want Bash's three points, dog. <laughs> yeah. Like, moral of the story, the man, the man deserves his three points. You can have this cute sob story all you want. We, still don't <laughs> have three well, well, we, we will look into it. <laughs> Go, we need an investigation. Go, go to the video replay and let's get it. I've been waiting to rage. <laughs> yes. Just kidding, just kidding. Rage? I do want Playboy Cardi reference because yeah. Sebastian did say he was a big Cardi fan. Oh, nice. I need I need him to get some more minutes on Thursday because I believe that, you know, I'm just going to go on a limb and say that it, it might be some of the similar score lines that we've seen. Did you uh, find a roster yet? I did find okay, a roster. Cool. They only have 10 players, Morris College. Woo. Um, yeah, and with no athletic site and their athletic director is also their, their men's basketball coach. They're they're like a high school t- team, like legit. Um, and with the way that like their organizations run, obviously they're going to be better than a high school team yeah. basketball wise. But like it's trying to find a roster. Listen, like I do, I do high school basketball. Like Landon does high school basketball as well on the radio. It's literally that's how it was trying to find a roster today. Yeah, I don't and, even. You have a game today as it comes out. Do you even have a roster for the game you're doing today? No, no, no. So yeah, that, that that's <laughs> what it felt like today. Dwell. It's been so. it's been hectic trying to find this roster, dude. You have no idea what I've had to go through, and I still have still don't have the roster. Oh, yet, you, bro. you ought to you ought to try doing two a high school baseball like seriously <laughs> dude like to find any information none because they don't even write about it in the local newspapers it's crazy like you just have to go off the cuff man we're so blessed to have people yeah. like turner yeah, yeah. Well, the college level is way yeah. different last year when i was working at newberry um i became the primary contact for football when thomas came down here to lander to take rick's job and well our first game was well no our last game our first home game after Thomas left was against Catawba. And so the Sunday after a Saturday game, your your offensive coordinator will say, hey, can you get me to two deep and word roster for X team you're playing this next Saturday? Well, so I go to Catawba's website, find the SID. The name's Jim Lewis. And on the website, I don't think I'll ever see this again, it says retired SID. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah. And so, so you're waking him up out of his his midday so nap I, when you I, call no, him, man. No, it, it gets crazier. So I email him, and so this is like nine in the morning. I email him, say, hey, can I get your roster in two deep? Nothing comes back. So it's about three a.m. Offense coordinator say, hey, where's the roster in two deep? So at this point, I am emailing people who have played Catawba, people who have. Um, you know, DMing like SIDs like Carson Newman because I think that's who they played the week before. Like, can someone get me their roster, or at least their roster? Yeah. But luckily, Jim finally responded. I think it was later that night, um, and he get, was able to get it to me. But I'm like, I will never see again that uh, retired SID. And actually, <laughs> on the, guy, the, the guy, the guy who on the website, not seeing <laughs> like not like not like SID emeritus or something yeah, like no. no. That's like retired. Joe Cabrew being on the Lander website. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and actually, the guy that got to replace Jim 
left, I think, to go to Davidson. So Jim is back out of retirement, helping Catawba again, doing SID work. Man, that's SID, that's a, that's a tough, it, it, that's a tough it, gig. It is. It is I'm not trying sure. to do that. No, I like it, to talk too much. Yeah, I do, I do a little bit of. I'm gonna start helping out a bit with the. See what it's like. Dip my yeah. toes into some SID work. I'm excited. Yeah. Some uh. You can have it. Yeah, some Lander Athletic more student pay. So that's my goal. <laughs> My goal, you get a little more oh, little yeah. trying to max out that time sheet. Hey, yeah, you know oh, yeah. that's, that's, that's always fun as a student worker get that maxed out time sheet. Yeah, you see, you see that twenty hours a week. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to be there. I'm trying to be balling, bro. I'm not. I'm not. You can get right there. Now. I know I'm, how to get you there. Yeah. Listen, I've I've lived off of what student workers get. You're not balling. <laughs> no, I'm trying to. I'm trying to like if I get if I hit that threshold, and I'm gonna be right. If you get high. the the maxed out when you be good. Yeah, I'll be like wire. And now I'll just stop showing up to work like he does as well. <laughs> Lander men's basketball gets a bounce back win versus King. They had a tough showing versus but it's Newberry. But today is a special day. What's oh, today is a special day. Yes. But, okay, Sunday was the game. Yeah. Monday is we do this. Yeah, Tuesday yeah. it comes out. But also Tuesday might be the more important thing than the growl. Eh, maybe. Slightly. Slightly more important. Slightly. And that, is, that is Giving Tuesday. Yeah. Giving Tuesday is today. Like literally today. Like Tuesday. Today. Today. If you go to LanderBearCats.com, pops right up on the – Yeah, you, like, you can't That's miss That's a great it. job yeah. by that SID, yep. by the way. I was yeah. say, that, that, go, that goes to Thomas, who usually does our splash pages. Um, but yeah. big thing about the Game Tuesday is, yeah, you can donate the money, but there's an option, and I did this a couple years ago for Cross Country. There's an option where you can round up your total after each month, like on a debit card, and have that donate to oh. – oh. So, oh. Do you know how much money that is? I had an Acorns account that did that. Yeah. Bro. You don't realize how much all of that change adds up to. Visit LanderBearCats.com. Do that, like, right now. I know Brock is listening, and I know Brock needs to give two cents. So, And he needs to say, I gave two cents to change Sebastian's Listen, stats. If, <laughs> and if I know Brock, he's always willing to give his two cents. Yes, that's, that's why I said it. <laughs> <laughs> we know somebody that's willing to give two cents no matter what it is. Um, but again, Landerman's basketball team gets a bounce back win versus King. Tough showing versus Newberry. We were all four of us were there at that game to travel to Newberry. Landon and I were on the call. Brian was producing what he only does. He just he's just a producer. And it's then you were there taking pictures. Yep. Always good to go back up to Newberry. Had a great time. Uh, I, uh, I did not. I did not have a good time. <laughs> it was not nearly as fun <laughs> yeah, for the rest of us. Say, turn, honestly, yeah, no, I, the game stunk. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it was tough showing uh, down the stretch. You, you couldn't buy a bucket, and then it was a, just a lot of one-shot possessions. It was, oh. like, it, it was like, all right, they got shot off, and Newberry got the rebound, and now they're going the other way. And Newberry gets an offensive rebound. Yeah. They were getting two and three yeah. shots every yeah, they, Newberry, Newberry was, had 17 offensive rebounds to Landers three. It was interesting because I was, I was listening to, to Coach O's postgame yesterday, and he was talking about – or Sunday. He was talking yes. about um, – that he thought the preparation for the Newberry game wasn't as good and the preparation for the King game was much better, and then you see that on the boards. Like, it's yeah. night and day different on the glass. Yeah, so that that was uh, where you play Saturday. They played Saturday against Wingate. They were off Sunday, had a bad practice Monday, and then they go out and don't play well Tuesday. It kind of makes sense. Yeah. But, again, those are the those are the type of games you wish you had back. They, I feel like if they played Newberry again at home, yeah. it would be com- completely flipped on its head. And it, it is a weird thing because after Tuesday, it's Thanksgiving right. You don't have school. Yeah, uh, yeah correct. All Everybody's coming up on, t- on Thursday. Everyone's looking forward to that. You, I'm sure Newberry was too. Yeah. But uh, credit to Jason Taylor down there. He's got himself a good program without Newberry. 
got into the SAC semifinals last year, and then yeah, no, they're definitely a good team, and they're going to go far in that SAC because we we've seen two premier SAC teams yeah. in Wingate and Newberry, both play some great ball. Uh, but again, Newberry just was a team where it's just every little thing that we've done right throughout the season. We didn't do well. And, and, like, even the assist-to-turnover ratio wasn't there, which, by the way, as it stands right now, even with the Newberry game, we are number one in the nation in assist-to-turnover. We were 7-1 to one in assist-to-turnovers wow. in the last game against King, which we're going to yeah. talk about. I want to speak on one player specifically, and that is Noah Dunn. He's led the team uh, in, in scoring the last two games, 10 points versus Newberry. Again, 10 points was the leading scorer. That tells you everything you need to know. Uh, but it was Noah Dunn, but he backed it up 24 Against King, he's a guy you know, coming in transfer. You know, you got to you still in that first semester of being a basketball transfer. It's tough to find some minutes and find your diligence to your your niche, your role on a team. And he's done that fairly early on. And you said it on the broadcast, Landon. He's just he just knows how to shoot. Yeah, he he's got one of the most smoothest jump shots I've ever seen. It's just effortless, dude. He could not miss it against King. Yes, like he was. He's kind of like Michael Mays. Like, he would shoot it, and you'd be like, no way, and then it would yeah. just go in. Yeah. Like, it's, it was incredible to watch. He's probably – dude, he's one of the most underrated players in the entire Yeah, conference. for sure. I, I would think he, he's getting that tag of most underrated in he, the he, He's probably, like, the team's, like, leading scorer, like, PPG-wise right now, right? He, he's up there with him and Scherf, for yeah, sure. Scherf is he, the He's got to be one or two. Yeah. Noah Dunn's this, one or two. But, yeah, it, Noah was incredible. There were a lot of possessions in a row. I'm like, oh, who shot that? Oh, it was Noah again. Yeah. <laughs> no again? Yeah, exactly. And get to the point where it's like, okay, I assume it's no shooting this, and you assume it's going to go in. And yeah. King had a player like that too. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. There, there, were, there were two guys on that court that stood out, and one on each team, and it was incredible to watch both of them perform. Yeah, the, the kid from um, King King was. You think I would remember that, right? <laughs> I mean, like seriously, he that there was times he threw the. I was like, "There's no way he just shot." Oh, it went in. Okay, I mean, it just wet. Michael Mays, man, look, he was not square. Just didn't look pretty at all. But it, man, he he was shot put. He was so quick though with the handles. Yeah, like the ball was, was attached. Five ten white guy. Noah Dunn. Let me give you the numbers on Noah Dunn here. Yes. In 25 minutes, he started. By the way, 25 minutes, he went nine of 14 for field goal, six of 10 from behind the arc. He had two offensive boards, five de defensive boards for seven total boards, four assists, 24 total points, and two words. Yeah. Probably I mean, the whole game. Have yeah. you heard him speak? No. I, I, have we? I don't even Never know. seen him blink either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, Noah Dunn might be, like, the quiet he's, killer. He's too locked in, bro. Yeah, he's he's the, he is the quiet killer because he was killing them. Six of ten, bro? Come on. He's Nine a, of 14? We saw this against Newberry when he was scoring and prior to that game is where he gets the ball, he gets like the short corner, mm -hmm. and he's in the mid-range, and he feels the most comfortable there. He's also a great catch-and-shoot guy. I mean, there's no doubt about that because he could catch it, he could shoot it. You, he just, he, but he can also play, play big. Yes. Like he backed a guy down. Sunday, exactly. Like, backed him straight down, finger rolled it in, and backed him all the way down into the restricted area, and then just had his way with him. Yeah, he he so. knows he knows what to take advantage of, and it's not the same thing every single time when he gets to the mid range and he feels like he can go to that, kind of that Kevin Durant in the mid range where they can get to their spot, and doesn't matter what the defender does if they get to that spot they're looking for, there's a good chance it's going to go in. Noah Dunn's one of those guys. He's also able to sneak past some defense, and when the help defense collapses, he's always open. That's one thing that I notice about Noah Dunn, and he's getting a lot of – well, you got 
two good passers with Jacob Cooper and Tommy Moore probably makes it a little bit easier with the vision that they had. They both had seven assists in the game against King, but he's definitely a beneficiary of, of sure. those passes. Well, let me ask you this, Aussie guy. Yes. Right? And you do soccer. I do soccer. Right? So, I think Noah Dunn, because of what you were saying, I've noticed this, I, I thought, I'll bet he would be a great soccer player because he knows how to, he knows how to see where space is going to be before yeah. it's kind of there and get there as it opens so that because once it opens, the defense sees it and they close it, especially at the D two level. That that happens really quickly. Yeah. He kind of sees it before it opens and, and gets himself there. I always thought because of that, he'd be a really good soccer player. It's too bad he can't have you know two scholarships. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely that he is. He's smart. I mean, you yeah. could tell he's smart when, when he plays, uh, and, and he knows when his shot's not falling. He, he's not that he becomes invincible because he's still going to be out there playing big. With Navon Mays being out with this game. We knew somebody would have to step up, you know, that was undersized. I think uh, Aguek did a good job as well, but it was really Noah Dunn who stole the show, took those minutes as a starter, and ran with it. And he's a, I mean, he is uh, a player for sure. Like, he's, he's a hooper because we said there's so many ways that he can beat you on the offensive side of the ball. He was great grabbing rebounds in a team that did not do a good job at all against Newberry. He was a someone that really caught my eye coming off the boards. And I remember we were like, wow, Noah done with another rebound. There's just get times like that in the game where, you know, after the fourth or fifth time something happens, you kind of get tired of calling the dude's name. And that's, I mean, not that we get tired of it, but it was like, wow, again, Noah Dunn, you guessed it. Yeah, th- there was like a little stretch right there where he had like eight by himself in a row, dude. I mean, he he's just incredible. He can do everything on the court. Mm-hmm. I was just saying he's, he was backing some dudes down in the paint like they were little boys, and then he would just, the next possession he would go and shoot from Dame range, like he's, he's yeah from way back like yeah. nothing. Jack of yeah. all, master of none. Noah Dunn. Yeah. Sunday's game, out of the twelve categories that our friend Turner uh, puts up here on the website of the for season highs, all but three of Noah's were set in that game Sunday. Points, minutes, field goals made, field goals attempted, three point field goals made, three point field goals attempted. Rebounds, assists. Uh, I guess the I said really eight because blocks is still zero, um, so that one doesn't really count. But so career or, or season highs in assists, rebounds, shot attempts, shots made, and points and minutes. And you talked about uh, Aguek earlier coming up two points shy of a double double. Yeah, had ten rebounds. It's four on the offensive side, which I think offensive rebounds are more crucial than anything. For sure, getting that extra possession in a game especially games like you had against Wingate where it can come down the stretch, getting that extra possession, say, hey, you take a bad shot. Sometimes it happens. But getting the extra possessions and allowing your team to set back up can be crucial, especially come March when it's one and done. And, hey, offensive rebound can be the difference between a win and a loss. I have to know where you're originally from, Turner. I am from North Georgia, coming Georgia, born and raised. So you're from North Georgia. Is that where they they say Wingate? Wingate. 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 It's Wingate. 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 I, I, I know I've said it wrong, but I've just grown up saying Wingate. Wingate. I mean, it's all right. I just think it's unique. Yeah. That's why I was curious where you're from. I've never heard. We can agree on Montreat, though. The Montreat yeah. Cavaliers, because well, that's where Noah Dunn was. Played in NAIA. He was the freshman of the year. Transferred coming. He's just a sophomore, by the way. He looks like he's a grown man. <laughs> he just saw. He looks like a grad student. I thought he was a grad student when he when I, the first time I saw him, I was like, "Oh, we got another grad student with, with <laughs> oh, Chan." You're like, "Oh yeah, no, not a grad student, not a grad yeah. student." Yes. Um, speaking of some guys that are grad students and always seem to impress, Jalen Pugh 
he had one heat check that he probably shouldn't have had. But other than that, he played. He immediately much. turned around and like tapped his chest, <laughs> like my bad, and, like immediately because he knew. Other than that, it was pretty much a perfect game from Jalen Peters. I he love his stroke. I love the way he shoots. Whoa. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I love his jump shot. It's yes. it is poetry in motion. Allen Houstonish. Yes. Allen Houston and not sitting there that long. But I mean, like, or, he's, or, and he didn't did not shoot off his shoulder like that either. We no, he didn't shoot off his shoulder, but it's just we've beautiful. talked about his jump shot before, and it's just like his elevation. Time stops when he jumps. Yeah, it, it's very slow, slow motion. Like, like it also has a lot of arc to it, dude. Yeah. Like, it looks like it's gonna be short every time, and it's just not like a Glex. <laughs> a Glex shot looks like it's gonna be short every time. Every it's time, and, and it's just money. <laughs> yes, I mean that's a lot of a lot of the, these good shooters. They just put the perfect spin. Yeah. And it just it's just cash. Yeah. He came into the game, and I don't want to talk about this because Jalen Pugh came in, you know, off the sub. Is what he's his com- he's the role he's comfortable in. He knows exactly what he's going to do because it's an inbound play. The moment he comes in, wraps around a screen, right there, catch and shoot from the corner well, the in his first two seconds of playing, he knocks yeah. down a three. That's just the type of thing where he didn't need anything. He didn't need to straight get, off the bench. Yeah, just straight off. He's ready to shoot from the corner. And, that, and the corner's a tough shot to, to shoot yeah. from right out of the game too. Yeah. I mean, the depth perception is so much different than anywhere else. So I I think that there's a lot of good around this team that everybody can contribute. And we've seen Noah Dunn drop 24. The next game, we could see someone else. Drop twenty. There's, I think there's like nine players, ten players capable of dropping twenty on this team. How many guys have started SID guy? How many different starters? Uh, I think seven. I, I think seven. Yeah, I think that's seven, a low number. Yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah, I would think that's much higher. But again, you, Grant Mitchell, just on the coaches show, you have that hockey, like subroutine. Yeah. Omar didn't uh, do it the other day, but a lot of times you'll see five guys come to the table. And, yeah. and you're okay. like, oh, crap. Yeah. It's like hockey changes, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're yeah. like, oh. Uh, thank goodness on our stat program there is a wave sub button, so you can just click wave sub. Everyone comes off the floor, and you can just click the numbers that are coming. Oh, man, that, that's a lifesaver yeah, it, for it, you. It is absolutely a lifesaver. And at, le- at least you're familiar with those people, too. Like, I can – when they go in, like, I get I get hectic, too, because it's hard to try and call all that out as everything's oh, happening. I, and especially you got guys from both teams right there. Yep. But I don't have to look back down at the roster yeah. with our guys every time. I just see who it is, and I can at least say their name as they're walking out, as opposed to the other team. And I, I've yeah. got to like look did down. Did you Did you recognize Jacob Cooper? I saw. I, so I saw Jacob in the training room when I got to work yeah. Sunday, and I asked Landon and I were walking through there coming in, and I said, uh, "Someone's in there getting getting their calves rubbed out. Who was that?" And he goes, "He goes, oh, that was uh, get, get a, a bucket, Jake." Yeah, get, get a, a buck, buck Jake. Jake. <laughs> <laughs> that was get a buck, Jake. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, because yeah, he had new hair. But if you go back, if you go to the roster, uh, the roster yes. page, like he has the the hair all all out and like pulled back like that. Yeah. I want to see it all the way out, man. He had he, it. He had all the yeah. way out. I saw him today, and it's it's like big, big. It's like Jackson Five. I want to see it. Man. <laughs> he is. I love his game. It's Kobe yeah. White on steroids. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's kind of it's like. When did he get the, the frizzy Fletch Kobe call Kobe again? It's like frizzy Kobe White. Alfred Payton, six five with the afro, six nine. <laughs> yeah, dude, I mean, bro, bro, it, with, it, this, with this hair all the way out, he's legitimately like he's six probably, foot. He's probably like yeah, six, six, six foot six one, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. seriously. Yeah, but it, he's I mean seven assists like it was nothing. I love his game. He had eleven uh, assists like it was nothing, dude. You had to look at the box score and be like, yeah. dang, he had eleven because yeah, you don't even realize it just happens. He just he finds the guys who are open, just constantly, and that it seems when you watch him do it. It doesn't seem like he's really doing anything. Having played a little bit of basketball, when you go out there and try to do it, 
man, it's it is not as easy as yeah. he makes it look, yeah. man. Like it's not even anywhere close as easy as he makes it look. His game is so smooth and so fluid. His head's always up. You know, he's always playing. He's always looking for things to develop, and he's always looking to distribute the basketball. I don't. I think he, the only times he shoots it are when he kind of has to low shot clock, or he's got a really easy advantage to drive. And he's good with the floater. He is very good with the floater. Yeah, he's got a nice touch around the rim. And we talked to Omar about this, but he's got you know all the makings of being a great closing point guard, which every team needs, especially yeah. in Division Two, because there's a lot of close games. Yeah, there is. And, um, like I said, they put in the same conversation as offensive rebounds, having that smooth finish around the rim, being able to find that space. And I know you say he doesn't force, force a lot of shots, but being able to find your shot when it matters mm -hmm. and being able to be able to finish, that's going to become crucial come later in the season. He's also a good free throw shooter, which is, helps him closing. The um, back to that, he doesn't take bad shots. No. He no, does I, not. I, I, that's I, critical. Yeah. What you're saying. That's yeah. critical. He does not take bad shots. Exactly. He does not force things up. He's always looking to yeah. dish it to somebody who's got a better shot than him, but he ain't afraid to take one either. Nope. Yeah. He ain't afraid and to take one either. He's got a unique jumper, too. He shoots with his feet together. Yeah, like his two feet like like dead together. Like that no, is like interesting. No space in between. And he cocks yeah. his wrist all the way yeah. back and then just slingshots yeah. it. Yeah. Got a nice, uh, nice shot to him because we yeah. saw it he can beat down. the buzzer. Yes, he can. Yes, he yeah. can. Jacob Cooper, Kyrie Irving. We don't know. It doesn't matter. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Tommy Moore is the other point guard who's, who's been starting, and he's had you know. There's no secret about it. You know, him getting the ball into the bucket always hasn't been his best attribute, which it will come eventually. But we got to say, his passing is just up there with some of the best in the nation. Yeah. And that's not an – like, that is legit. Like, he is one of the best passers in the nation. Yeah. Passing, com passing comes at crucial. I mean, we're what you have the Hawks-Sixers uh, game on behind us. And you see it all the time with guys like Trey Young. Like, yeah, their shooting ability is great. Yep. But some of the passes that they make are insane. You see how crucial it is because when you have players that can score and with Lander – Having a bunch of people that scored have four players in double digits and two others with Don, so just about to crack that barrier. But having all those scoring threats around, being able to find that pass and yeah. being able to pass it out to the people who can put up points, that's going to be huge. Yeah, I mean, Tommy is just so explosive, Landon. The fact that he is going to be on double-double or any time that he's going to make shots, and it could happen to the next game. Like, it's it's not going to be a long season of Tommy Moore being cold because it's just not feasible. He had a great preseason. He's carried it over with the passing. It's, his shot's eventually going to fall, but he just does a lot of things offensively for this Bearcat team, and a lot of it is immeasurable. Yeah, yeah, he has no problem creating his own shot and like getting open shots. He just hasn't been able to buy a bucket so far, and that's just about as unlucky as it gets. I and, mean, I've seen some of his shots that just – like a toilet bowl, just roll in, mm -hmm. and then you think they're going in, and nope, they're going out. Yeah, but and Tom, also, Tommy is also from three. He's yeah. had a pretty rough time. He's probably he's probably taken what like thirty five threes now. <laughs> no, not that much, <laughs> but like against Newberry, he did make a big three. And like he's when he makes threes, he knows how to get the momentum. When he does make shots, it's a big momentum, yeah. and he's made timely buckets. That's one thing about Tommy Moore is when he has made buckets, they've come in pretty big uh, situations. And Omar is going to ride him as a starting yeah. point guard because of everything he does that doesn't show up in the box score because he does a lot of that. And uh, we talk about Jacob being a calming effect. Tommy also can do that when he needs to. But when the team needs to run quickly and, and play fast and get a quick bucket, he, he can do that just fine. And he, I, love, I love the way he attacks the rim. You're right. He's, he's 12 of 52 shooting on the year. He's 3 of 22 from behind the arc. He's not shooting the ball well because every time I think – 
oh, if we could just get like half of Tommy's layups, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like we could win every game easily. But he, can get, dude, he's my height. It's not fair, honestly. It's not fair because he can get to the rim and get shots up over really big guys. He and Coop both. Both mm-hmm. do a great job of that. But he, Tommy's really quick to the rim, and he knows how to protect the basketball going through all that mess and how to get it up in overhands. But you just get it, just that little. It's He's a game millimeters. Of it's, he it's, is millimeters off. And one, and, and when it happens, it's just going to happen. And just from a guy who struggled making layups in my later years, <laughs> like literally, like I can't make a layup to save my life now because every time I go to take a layup, it's in my head so bad. So something to talk about the Newberry game. Uh, the play where the ball ended up on the back of the rim. I no, have I've never seen anything like that in my life. I'm sitting up in the stands taking pictures, and I'm, a couple of guys sitting around me both look at each other like, what happens? I don't know I that assume, I've ever I assume heard it's of a it. jump ball because I assume it's that like That only a happens at Newberry, by the way. There are some <laughs> physics that allowed that to happen. It only happens in Newberry. Probably because there's a graveyard like 15 feet 15 from the feet court. 15 feet from the, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, seriously, we've watched a lot of basketball between the four of us. <laughs> yeah. Never seen that. I've never, I've never really seen it. I've never heard of it <laughs> ever. We get wedgies all the time. That you was never, not a wedgie. That was I know like, it just the ball bounced onto the heel. That was like you didn't wipe all the way, and it's still there. And it's yeah, that's <laughs> exactly right. That it was, was a dingleberry a chilling. And you look at the refs, and you're like, they didn't, they didn't blow the play that immediately. They're like, yeah, it's a missed shot, but we never. What, what do we do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was, uh, and then I like in the Newberry game again on the other rim, Aguek just a normal dunk, like you're just normal everyday dunk for a young Aguek, and it shakes for three yeah, minutes. Three minutes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty sure we missed the next shot because the rim was still shaking. It was, like, it was still shaking. Shooting yeah, a the next target. jumper, I was like, ooh, is that like an extra point for that one? <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a time uh, game last year where we actually had to level the rim before a game started. So they they had the ladder out there with a level trying to get the rim leveled off. Giannis I, wasn't shooting free throws, was he? No. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not sure what happened to cause it to get leveled because, I mean, it was fine in all the games leading up to it. Yeah. And just one game, uh, one of the coaches was like, hey, um, this rim, and it was clear like it wasn't leveled. <laughs> I was like, oh. So, yeah. The rim's been drinking before the game. Yeah, Please see about it. Yeah. Uh, we we need to we need to have a talk about that. Um, next game for Lander is Thursday. They go up against Morris College. Do you know anything about Morris College? I really what, don't. Tell me tell me what you know about Morris College. Uh, they're in uh, they're in AIA HBCU, and that's about. They do all. not have they're, an athletic website. They're out of something. They do have a dot edu website. I know that. Oh. Yeah, they have Ooh. a dot edu. I know they, something about Morris College. Yes, Lander Lander have a Lander dot edu. They also have a LanderBearcats.com. There's. There is no, there's no athletic Mor- website. Morris's website is www.morris.edu backslash athletics, which for a, a lot, a lot of school sites have a separate athletic site. Like if you go to yeah. later.edu backslash athletics, you'll have a generalized athletic site covering like what sports we have, um, right. but it's not a specific athletic site. Right. But for Morris, yeah, this is it's their athletic site. Yeah, that um, is. I, I really, I, I, I just, I can't believe I got a uh, an, an email from that was forwarded from Coach Omar Watad about their roster. That's the first time I've been forwarded an email from Omar about uh, a roster that is being sent out. Shout out Hunter Julius as well, one of your coworkers. Yep. Your cubicle is right beside yep. his. Yes. Are you guys have matching cubicles? No, we actually don't. Oh. Um, he. 
I have two scarves hanging off of mine. That's how he was able yeah. able to distinguish which one. You have a Braves scarf. I do have a Braves World Series champion scarf. There's definitely yeah. not one of those on Hunters. No. <laughs> no not not on Hunters. Hunter, Hunter's a Blue Jays fan. So, yeah. so look, oh, that must be a sad, sad life. Blue yeah. Jays fan? I think he's also a um, he's a Buffalo Sabres he's fan, a Buffalo too. Sabres which is fan. He is a Chicago Bears fan. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, gosh, dude. We might so want to. Hey, Giving Tuesday is <laughs> 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 just around the corner. It is today. Go like, to LanderBearCast.com. I, I, I want to get him a card, like a sympathy card. Yeah, at least he has Lander basketball. At least he has Lander basketball. That is correct. He does uh, a great job. He does. Speaking yeah. of statting basketball, he does a great job. Yeah, he, he's on that's, it. It's yeah. a Difficult also task, man. Turner does this for the women's team, and uh, Hunter does this for the men's team. Is the game note stat pack that Landon and I get? Those on are our, so gas. Yes, that helps us out so much because yes. again, I, we were able to write in that it was the 58th time in Lander Bearcat history that they scored 100 points in a game, yeah. and I, I know that was the 206 consecutive game for the Lander women's team, which we're going to get into in just a second with at least one three pointer made because yep. of those stat packs. Um, when I had to do the game notes. The first, the first one you do is always the hardest, and it right. was especially hard doing the women's one this year because having to clear the co- all the coaches' page. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh! Um, yeah, everything. I was about to say having you change all, basically all the players, all, but all three? the all the headers. Um, yeah. But credit to Thomas Hall, our boss, for get. I'm using the one that he used last year. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not changing anything. I'm just going. I might change like the design of the headers or something, but I'm just going to stick with that. And but yeah, once you once you get it done, it's just a lot of changing the pictures, yeah. like changing the box score for each player. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, it's it's a good bit of work to put those together. You're also yeah. a play-by-play announcer I, for so, Lander. Sometimes I do. I will f- say you take my job at times. <laughs> I, um, Am I? Are I, we in competition? N- are you trying to take uh, my job? No. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot more stuff to do on game day than call games. Talk, but um, yeah. I, I did put on the headset a couple weeks ago for uh, wrestling. It was fun. Um, Which is what we're going to talk about. Are you, You're not going to do that all day Saturday, No, right? I'm, I'm proud. There's going to be a lot going on that day. And we're going to have – Your work will be needed yeah. elsewhere. There's going to be a camera for a stream on the center map. Um, and I assume you guys want to go into talking about the Carolina Clash. Yeah, let's yeah, do it. Let's do it right um, now. Dream Mat's going on in Finest Horn Arena. And you got team – you got uh, West Liberty, um, Glenville State, Kentucky, Kentucky – Kentucky Wesleyan, excuse me, and Simon Fraser, which is one of the most unique Division II colleges in America because they in are America? a Canadian college. <laughs> so, yeah, not in America. North <laughs> of, of America. It's certainly the most unique Canadian yeah. college in America. That are currently in America. Yeah. They're um, not, they might not be from America. No, but based in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they're part of they're British Columbians. Yeah. Yeah. Like Christchurch. Yeah, they're they're yeah. like the Christchurch in St. Joe's. They are um I think they're part of the Lone Star Conference, if I remember correctly. I think Which I is Texas? Texas. Schools like Dejas. West Texas A and M, Lubbock Christian, um, Canada this 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 Simon team. Yeah. Simon Fraser. Yes. I believe that's how you Yeah, Simon, Simon Fraser. Yeah, they're a member of the Lone Star Conference and the GNAC, the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. See, that one makes a bit more sense. But the Texas one, like Texas and Canada is not like a – Well, the GNAC might not have football because I know for sure they're in the Lone Star for football. Yeah, they're – That's a journey, man. Yep. And they play play their games in British Columbia. They play some of their games in Washington, but they play, I think, three or four of their games in Canada, which I'm sure is – 
amazing for logistics trying to get that travel set up. That's 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 a nightmare. Yeah. No. But they will be in Greenwood out yep. of all places you could possibly be in the world. Yep. They'll be in Greenwood, South Carolina for um, this Carolina clash. Let's get into this because it is literally all day yep. Saturday. How, how many hours? You um, know? I think matches are nine, ten thirty, twelve, one thirty and three start time. It's like red zone. It's like seven hours yeah, of commercial yeah, free wrestling. You're Scott Hansen, bro. It, <laughs> it, it's it's going to be a long day, but I'm excited to see mainly the Lander versus West Liberty because West Liberty is one of the predominant wrestling programs in Division Two, and it's going to be it. They're not going to face each other, but um, Colea for West Liberty, two-time reigning national champion, three-time All-American. So he won in 2022 and 2021 at 125, and then obviously you got Zeph for Lander, mm-hmm. returning 141-pound national champion. But uh, West Liberty had five All-Americans last year, and just for context, your lineup in a wrestling duel is 10. They're not returning all of them. I think I counted they're returning three of them. But to have half of your lineup be an All-American, <laughs> that's that's pretty good. That's 1990s Lander Tennis. Yeah. yeah. That, <laughs> Brett Simpson days there, <laughs> yeah. baby. But just, I, w- I wonder how you know about that. Yeah, there's, I, know, I might know somebody <laughs> that might have played. Uh, the Carolina Clash – will be held at Finest Horn because that's kind of that's kind of big news. Yeah. Last it, year it was in the PE's gym, which yeah. I'm not sure how in the world that was happening. But it, You put all those curtains up, you could fit a lot of mats in there. But <laughs> it was something that RC really wanted to do. He wanted to put it in Horn Arena. And I don't blame him because – It's a great I, venue, it, it is. It is a great venue. And I think next year in 2020 – so it will be 2024, they will host the uh, Super Region 2 tournament, which – in wrestling is how you qualify for nationals. Yes, so there's Super Regional 1 and 2. Super Regional, I think there's six Super Regions, if I remember correctly. And it's all all across the country. Um, And the Super Region that we're in is, actually, it's every school that's at our conference, and that's it. Because it's a combination of... Uh, South Atlantic Conference, Conference Carolinas. It's yeah. literally the 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 uh, South Atlantic Conference Carolinas. Correct. Yeah, it's the S A C C, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, and schools, you got King, uh, Emory and Henry, Emmanuel, yeah, just... Limestone, Belmont Abbey, Mount Olive, Lincoln Memorial, Coker, Newberry, UNC Pembroke. They Shout just out said Belmont Abbey, bro. There's a great Lander tie in there. Yeah. They said screw the Peach Belt, like they were young hairs or something. Oh, <laughs> Peach Belt doesn't have wrestling. We are the only Peach Belt school that has wrestling. Exactly, that shocks yeah. me because coming from Georgia, wrestling is huge in that it, area. Yeah, wrestling is huge here. Yeah. So I'd um, and just the fact that schools like North Georgia and Young Harris don't have yeah wrestling to me is kind of baffling. Yeah, but there's, there's going to be wrestling all day, I believe. How many matches or there's three three, mat, three mats going three, three mats. Three mats going at the same time. Wow, that's a lot of moving parts. And there will be a camera on each. There will be a camera on the center mat, which will be the stream, which will be a, the stream that we have, and it will be all of Lander's matches will be on center. Center, and mat. they're going to be back to back to back to back. They won't be back to back to back. I think Lander has will not wrestle at that nine a.m. slot. Okay, they will wrestle. Home field advantage, we'll baby. Sleep in, we'll yeah. sleep in. Um, we won't, but they will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, no. We, yeah, still, we'll we, still, we, <laughs> we still have to be there for that 9 a.m. <laughs> yes. slot. Well, by, by 9 o'clock, we'll be an hour deep into a sit-down episode yeah. on yeah. Saturday. But it, I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I, I grew to love wrestling last year. 
And I'm excited to see what they got going this year. Uh, Who are some guys that that we should look out for Saturday um, um, that, that should make? Because it looks like there's going to be some tough competition. Yeah, so. well, like I said, that West Liberty one is the one that stands out to me. Um, Glenville State is another one. Um, it's only their third year, I believe, as a program looking at their website. And last year they had, uh, I believe, five go to nationals. Let me check. Oh, excuse me, they only had two. But still, in your second year in yeah. existence, to have two two guys go to nationals, that's that's really good. And they were sixteen and seven in duels last year. They're six and five this year, um, beating teams Fairmont State, Seton Hill. They beat King. Um, they beat fin- they beat Finley, who's also one of, usually one of the more powerhouse programs in Division Two. And they, they hung with the 14th-ranked team in the country, Mercyhurst, only lost by one, which in wrestling it could be literally one match. And so it they're a tough team, and Landers going to have their hands full with them come Saturday. Yeah, we talked about Finest Horn being a great venue for wrestling. You do have only one side available for people to sit in, which I would assume would be the case Saturday as well. Um. I'm I'm not sure again. Um, I've a lot of a lot of moving parts, yeah. so it might be it, it might it might be both sides. Um, but <laughs> one one of the things that I was came to know last year is there is no atmosphere like a close wrestling match. Yeah, because you get you get in there because a lot of times both teams will have like wrestlers are wrestling in the stands going crazy, but also you get the fans involved and it. When the, when the match is on the line, there's a lot of yelling going on, and it's an awesome atmosphere. It's not just finest horn; it's all it's all over the place. That there are some incredible atmospheres in wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Well, a good friend of mine has a couple of sons who wrestle. They're really good. Yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty close with Coach Lay. We're hoping their their future Bearcats for yeah. sure. By the way, shout out Philip Powell. He listens. <laughs> yes, he ha- he has not one but two state champion kids from yeah. last year, uh, and they they spend a good bit of time out there. Um, the uh, the way that Coach LaHaye has been able to build up, because you're talking about in like the second year, like we're not that deep in this no, thing either. Coach LaHaye's say, really not, built this program RC up. RC has done an incredible job building this program. Dude, he landed like the he landed the number one wrestler in South Carolina, and David Hunsberger. Yeah, and he's like he's up there like the national rankings. Yeah. Right. He's he's him. He's like yeah. the best. He's like the yeah. number one wrestler in South Carolina. And like th- this program just came here like. How many years ago? Three. It's third uh, year. This is three? this is their fourth year's fourth program. Fourth year. Yes, yeah, so three and years. Your th- and your third year's program, you bring home a national champion. Yeah. 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 Hey, bro, we got some phenomenal recruiters yeah. in the Bearcat system. Yeah. And that all, all credit to RC. You got to be if you're going to be good in Greenwood, bro. Um, That's. I don't know, man. Yeah. I like that. I think this is a great destination. Yeah. And we talked to look. We talked to yeah, Sheriff. Yeah. It's it's good because you're here. But once you're here, you're sucked in for life. That's but like, true, bro. But like, yeah. but coming from out elsewhere outside of Greenwood, you're skeptical. You mean? Were you skeptical of Greenwood? Well, I actually grew up coming to Greenwood because my aunt is uh, a professor at Lander. But you, okay, so, so you understand I, I, people. I, I, oh, now we know how you got your job. No, <laughs> come on. I'm just kidding. I'm just no. teasing. I'm just no, teasing. she actually was the one that um, introduced me to Justin. So, so I, I, do, I do credit her. So for, you need, we need to get the shirt from Matt Burek. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my but, daddy um, got me this job. No, yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. no. Um, your auntie. But there's a picture of me. I, I think I have my phone somewhere. Um, I was about seven years old, and I'm on the what's now the Nuarez Field. Yeah. My aunt's PE class kicking a soccer ball, 
And nice. little did I know at that time that it would become the school that I would graduate from. Yeah. So, that's, so a, that's a neat story. Little did you know you'd be working nine hours yeah. and find his hoard on yeah. a Saturday for the Carolina Clash. Look, funny story about be, about getting sucked in and staying for life in Greenwood. Yeah. And of course, your dad knows about this. Yes. I remember when I first moved here, I was going to Lander. And my intention was to... How, how long ago is that, if you don't know? I don't really want to discuss that. Complete <laughs> 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 yeah. 1999 okay. uh, is when this is. So, so it's 1999. I've been in and out of the Navy at this point. And so I decided I'm going to go back to school because I really don't know what I want to do in my life. So I'm going to go back to school. Uh, I'm crashing at an uncle's house in Joanna, which is not where a kid who grew up in the Bay Area, California, wants to live. Right? It's <laughs> no. Joanna. Does anybody else know where Joanna is? I don't, in Greenwood, you don't want to live in Joanna. No one, the people in Joanna don't want to live in Joanna. Joanna. Yeah, right. They don't, man. There's meth everywhere, dude. Like, like you just drive through there and you're like wired. You're man. like fictional, fictional Albuquerque. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except it's real. It's yeah. real, but it ain't good. It ain't, it ain't that nice quality. So it's that bathtub yellow crank, probably. <laughs> but but uh, so so my buddy tells me because I'm saying, yeah, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. You know, a year here, I'm gonna transfer back to Cal and, and finish an engineering degree. And he's like, Nah, bro, nah. Once you move to Greenwood, you, you don't ever leave. I, I had that same exact story because after my first year, I was going to transfer to Clemson. Oh, mm-hmm. I got Because I got deferred accepted there originally, and it didn't make sense for me financially and just sure. logistically to transfer after a semester. Mm-hmm. So I was going to transfer after first year. And just with the job and being a part of the cross-country team here, I just you fall in love with it. And it was, it was awesome, so I ended up. Not transferring to Clemson and going there, actually going to Clemson for grad school. One month left, counting down the days. Hey, and congratulations on that. <laughs> it, it's it's gone by way too soon. Almost I'm, done. Yes. Almost done. It's going to feel so good when I'm done. Yes. Don't have to worry about homework for the rest of my life. Will it feel better that or when you finally get done with the Carolina Clash after eight hours? Uh, hours? It will probably be when I graduate. <laughs> because, uh, it's, it is 16 years of schoolwork finally being done, and so – yeah, that's so that's a lot. It, that's it, a lot. It is a lot, and I'm I'm excited, and I'm excited to see where where it takes me from here. And all of these wrestling matches can be seen on the PBC Sports Network. Well, all, all the center, all all the center, center match. wrestlers will be on the PBC Sports Network, same place where you can watch all Lander wrestling matches. And if I am available, I will most likely be on the call for not not obviously not the Carolina class matches, but their next home match after that will be on. Not until after New Year, January nineteenth, where they bring in Life, who, Jeez. who is, one, who is, I think they won the NAI national championship last year. Yeah, and so played some pretty tough NAI schools when this it, year. When it, when it comes to wrestling, there's not a lot of difference between the talent and that you get at D one and NAI. There yeah. is a lot of good teams at the NAI level, and Life's one of them. Yeah, so we'll, we'll be able to hear you on the call for some of those. Cool. Did a great job. Um, in your first couple of ones, after you got the everybody's mic set up. Yep, and it, it was weird because I was the only one who could hear, and so I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to signal the both like, He's hey, the only- I, I want you to talk. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't have a split or something. Yeah, hey, so I want you to talk. Now I want you to talk. For our audio nerds, he was the only one hearing post mix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody else is hearing free. Yeah, which is no good. <laughs> no good. Yeah, uh, but you made it work, and it's not a great. And you, you are very close with this women's basketball team. I, I am. Um, you, that it, might it, be an understatement. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the primary contact for him. It's been fun. No, y'all go ahead. I'm just playing. This is an honor of you graduating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I am close, and it, it's been fun to work with him. Uh, Coach G is awesome to work with, and I, I really like what she's building with this team. Um, 
seeing them early on, their two and three doesn't show what that what how good they are. Um, they took in their first game, literally for I think like I said, they're returning four I think from last year. Yeah, and, well, th- and a half. Yeah, and they <laughs> three took, and a half. They took one of the best teams in the region and the country, uh, and only lost to them by nine. And they were with them the whole game. And it, it it's a credit to Stephanie to see what she's building with this team. Um, they struggled from three on Sunday. And to see them be able to respond from that and still come away with the win, that that yeah. that, sh- that shows you something. I'm excited to see what they build from. When the, when the three-point buckets start falling for them, because they've, they've had struggles with it over the last couple of games, uh, they went – they went seven for eighteen against Ottawa, but only two for twelve against LNU and three for twelve against Norrin. But when those three point buckets start falling, because you you talked to Stephanie about when you mentioned their struggles for free, you saw her reaction. Yeah. She was like, "They it's got to start falling for them eventually." Yeah. You were, we were talking about earlier with the men's team, but when it's due, I'm excited to see what this team can do, man. Yeah, it, I mean, let's talk about the story of Ann Seacrest. <laughs> she is Zeb Nolan, the Zeb oh. Nolan of of Lander. Uh, she. It's incredible because I am – so we're, we're talking about our cubicle setup. She is the cubicle in front of mine. Does she still do cubicle work? She does, yeah. She's in, she's in there every day, and she she goes out there and practice. And it's, it's, it's incredible to see her go out there. So, someone who literally wasn't expecting to play until probably the week of the season started. And so like when you Zeb Nolan, yeah, yeah. like it's, when you when you get that, like you like, oh, I got to change all the rosters and everything. No, it, no, <laughs> it, it, it's uh, it's uh, it's a lot easier fix than you guys think it is. Well, t- but take us inside of uh, some of that decision. That, that, I mean, of her, of her deciding to play again. I, I, I'm not privy to that decision, but I I was made aware early in that week that she might play, and then that Friday I was told that she because she's certainly a bit a, a a presence for rebounding and defense. Yep. Uh, in the paint and on the free throw line too. She was free, she is money. She is eleven eleven and ice cold in the veins, yeah. baby. Like the pre- down the, down that stretch, and she made the two that really really iced the game. But to make six straight free six throws, straight, time, including two that gave Lander the lead. Yeah, I remember. I don't know what happened because Lander got the rebound. I think there was like thirty something seconds left, and for some reason, Fable State fouled Simmons. when they were in when they were in the penalty. Correct. Yeah, they and did. So you go to the line with two shots and a chance to give your team the lead. It's a lot of pressure on you. And yeah, yeah. That that is a credit to the girls because they they were cool as cucumbers coming down that stretch, making those free throws. As well as opposed to not being cool by by committing that foul. Yeah. Which I've, also I sit right next to the opponent bench. Yeah. Right, and so I can hear the coach screaming, "What is she doing?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I I was. When I heard, because I heard the whistle, I'm like, there's no way they fouled us, right? Yeah. And sure enough, I see everyone start walking back the other way. I'm like, that, that's one of the things you can't do. If you have the lead, you all right, they get the rebound, you got to back off. You got to back off. Go go play defense. They make a shot. They make a shot. And there was another time when we were up, and um, we had the lead by one, and they fouled. They let 10 seconds go off the clock before they fouled because they, they were trying to get the steal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to foul right away, Fayetteville State versus Lander in, in the yeah. last game they played Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lander were up by one with about 14 seconds left. Lander will have to go the entire court. They inbound from under their own basket. Tanaya Gordon has it. And I, was ex- I think she was expecting a foul immediately yeah. too. Mm-hmm. They never foul. They're, they're playing defense. 
and there's a 10-second violation. He's literally on that ninth second, not yeah. going to make it. And then they foul. So they yeah. literally yeah. wasted 10 yeah. seconds. They yeah. wasted nine and seconds. It, yeah. And it's a lot of, it's weird. I'm sure I'm sure a lot of you have dealt with it. When you're when you're in that situation where you're expecting the foul, yeah. it affects how all right, I'm gonna be more aggressive dribbling so they can foul mm. so they can go ahead and foul. Right. Or try to get through, try to break and so you can burn off time. And when they're not fouling you like you're expecting them to, it's weird. You can sometimes lose the dribble and it it can give the other team the ball, but credit, just like I said, credit to everyone. And you talk about tonight, Gordon, eight points, great passes, and crashed, seven rebounds. Yeah. Seven rebounds in a game where it was one point with less than 20 seconds to go. Uh, that, yeah. not, not much more you can ask for. I feel like she's kind of like Tommy Moore of the women's team a little bit. But I mean, even even she was was starting to make some shots, and she started off the game hot too, which yeah. is like really good sign. She made some great passes. Land and I were talking about it. I don't even she she ended up with an assist because all of her passes either led to a missed shot or a foul. Um, <laughs> yeah, that sucks, man. It, or she had the hockey assist, but she, yeah. she was great. Oh, with, yeah, with the yeah, yeah. I, I made a comment on while we were calling the game. I was like, that would look like Jason Kidd. Yeah, yeah I mean, she was making some absolutely insane passes too. She has like, like she has eyes in the back of her head, dude. Yeah, like even when she's not like hitting hitting her shots, she still finds a way to make impact, and especially also on the rebounding end of she things. She can fly, bro. Yeah, dude. She what, was she not like the leading rebounder coming into she that is. game? Yeah, she, she still is. is. Yeah, was how many like it was like seven, seven and a half, seven point eight. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I think it might be seven and a half now. Like it's we got some good rebounders yeah. on this team. Her and Seacrest. Um, and then seeing notes, Tyisha Freeman. Yeah. Um, fourteen points in the game, but. Just seeing her growth, I think she came to Lander under Kevin Patterson my junior or senior year. I can't remember which one. But just seeing her growth from her freshman year to now, being a starter on this team, and being confident. And that's a lot of big things about coming into a program that has the history that Lander does and finding that confidence. And we saw it uh, with a player like Miriam McCarthy. For Uh, sure. I, I when I when I saw Taisha early on, I'm, I told all people like she reminded me of what Miriam looked like early on, and just seeing her growth until now is incredible. And now she's leading the team of points, and be having her out there is crucial. And like I said, Seacrest fifteen points, eleven for eleven from the free throw line. Yeah, that that's absurd. I, I didn't realize that. That she, is absurd, yeah. man. Like I don't even know how that happens. So when when we had a uh, Lander had a inbound with four seconds left after the what the heck was that foul? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got we got the ball back and we said, well this pass is gonna go to Seacrest. Did a stack play. They tried to go to Seacrest first time, um, and then I believe Fayetteville State girl was stepped over the yeah. the sideline. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then game. they go back same play. Seacrest gets yeah. it and, and they foul. And then she makes her tenth and eleventh free throw of the game yeah. to ice it. Um, it was. Magical for sure. It was it was one of those like well, she can't miss. No, she literally she can't, can't miss. She can't, yeah. and it, it's all credit to Anne because, like I said, a couple weeks ago she wasn't expecting to play, and yeah. it's it's a different mindset. We've all played sports. It's a different mindset where you're going from coaching to, oh, now I got to play, and it's a being out on the floor and being on the bench yeah. is two totally different things. Yeah, it's not even close, man. Like yeah, it, no. yeah. And the Bearcats ended up winning. 54 to 49, so a little bit more comfortable than, I mean. I was about to say, that, that scoreline doesn't 
six six point or five, uh, five points doesn't it was, show. It was it was it was a one point game for it, a It was a one point game with under twenty seconds to go. I believe because I don't yeah. think that second to last foul didn't occur until about fourteen seconds left. Yeah, it so, was it was twenty six percent from the floor though, and you're still able to win six percent from three. Uh, able to pull out that victory is something that uh, this Lander team desperately needed. Two and zero at home this year. Yep. The last time I said this on the broadcast, last time they lost a non-conference home game was on my 16th birthday, yep. November 9, 2019. They lost uh, Carson Newman. Yep, um, or Tuscom, I believe. Um, um, and that's who they play next. Yep. So uh, we can talk about that because yep. they go to Greenville, Tennessee. They make they make the trip to Tuscom. Trip, trip up the mountains. Yeah, it's um, always it's known as the trip. Like yeah. <laughs> you yeah. go to Tuscom, are you taking the trip? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's tomorrow. Uh, Tuscom five and one on the season. Only loss coming in North Georgia in Dahlonega. Um Which, if you've watched any Southeast women's basketball over the last couple of years, it is borderline impossible to go into what is now Lincoln Cottrell Arena. Um, yeah. But I'll, I still call it the Convocation Center. But it's borderline possible to go into North Georgia. And or yeah, or watch a game there. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, don't don't get me started about those announcers, man. Um, listen, you knew listen, exactly. Listen. You knew exactly listen, what I was I, talking about. North, North Georgia has a special place in my heart. It's my mom's alma mater. It's where my sister's going to graduate from in a couple of years. But they 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 have grown to be a real thorn in my side yes. over the last couple of years. But yeah, it, it it's a tough place to play. And, they so only lost by five points. Yeah, and so which, was so was Greenville, Tennessee as well. Yeah, uh, in Tusculum, uh, they're five and one. As I said, they're undefeated at home. So, Bearcats gonna have an uphill battle for yeah. this, but they've shown that they can compete with some of yeah. some of the and premier teams. Yeah, and it, it's all a matter of you. You see it a lot. You saw a lot of coupled games um, right before the last coaches show. They will have some cold spells, and it's a matter of. Even if you have them, you've got to mitigate. And we talked about their half-court defense before we started the podcast. It's about having that half-court defense because, I mean, if you, you're not going to hold Tusculum to um, the same score that you held Fayetteville State to. Yeah. But you, if you can limit their scoring opportunities and the times that sh- shots aren't falling. Fall- well, they're not going to shoot one of 17 from three. No, so. they're not. And we, That's, they'll never shoot that again. No. It, it, and you saw, like, some of, the sh- some of the shots they were taking weren't terrible shots from beyond like, the Like, it literally hit all of the rim and yeah. then didn't go in. Yeah. And um, Corey Santoro, Santoro, one of the ones, 0 for 8. But, like I said, some of the shots she took were great. Um, and, and even Coach G said that sh- that's yeah, never going to happen that's again. That's never going to happen. And credit to Coach G for, for recognizing that. Like, you could, you could tell, like like I said earlier, when you mentioned their struggles from three-point lines, you could tell, like, it wasn't their plan to go one for eighteen from three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> yeah, but but you could you could tell it's like it's got to fall eventually. And when it ha- when it happens, I think what's going what this team's going to do is going to shock some people. Yeah, and we talk about the men's team because they they can play eleven, twelve players. This women's team played seven. Yeah, and they they have two coming off the bench. And Lana, we talked about it, is that that gives you a chance for players like Quadeja Langley to play the entire game. Yeah, uh, she, I, I don't think she came off the court the entire. She's game, like the she? Mia Piazza, like she's gonna play every single minute of every game. Did, did she come off the court? I don't think she did. Did she? Man, I don't. I don't believe she did either. I don't think she did either. Now that I'm thinking about it, but I'll look it up. Uh, and she, she did. She she played. No, she didn't. She played 40 minutes. Wow, Jesus. 40 minutes. Um, it's a freshman. Yep. 
And, and I think this is a good chance for her, Tuscombe, to have that kind of statement game. She's been really good all season. This she, is she has been. She's been one of the more consistent. She only had eight points the other day, but she is – and for a point guard, getting five rebounds as well is crucial for how just all over the place you are. Yeah. To be able to, cra to crash those boards, point guards aren't usually the biggest players. You don't see point guards getting a lot of rebounds, but having your point guard get five Especially boards, in women's basketball. Yeah. Um, and 33 diff defensive rebounds on the day. That was yeah. that was impre that was impressive to see. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm excited to see what this holds for the rest of the season. And quickly to preview how the Bearcats are going to win this game against Tusculum. They got to go through the high post and do a lot of work from there, create a lot of offense, and shoot the three ball as well. And I like Quadeja Langley to have a statement game, 20 plus points, and the Bearcats walk away with the win. Remind you, Giving Tuesday. Go to LanderBearcats.com because today is Giving Tuesday. Brock, give your two cents, as you always do. Um, Lander yeah. Sports schedule this week. Wednesday, talked about it. It's the game at Tuscaloosa for the women's basketball team. Thursday, you have uh, LU basketball versus Morris College on the Bearcat Broadcasting Network. Landon and I will be on the call. Wrestling is at Emmanuel that Thursday. And then Saturday, we spent so much time on it, the Carolina Clash, yep. all day long. You can't miss it. All day wrestling. You got nothing else to do on, on a Saturday. And this this year is coming to a close. It it seemed like just yesterday we were starting soccer season, and now yep. year's about to turn. And sure enough, Hunter posted something today. Men's lacrosse schedule was released. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw that on Twitter. <laughs> when you start talking about spring winter crossover season, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's yeah. S -S 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 souls die inside. You should see our our uh, February Lana and I between doing uh, calling play by play for. Uh, high school basketball team. We both do different ones. We both do Lander basketball. We're both doing Lander baseball. Yeah. All we have three crossing over. Uh, also have high school baseball and, so high, school and baseball. high school and high school baseball. Not to mention we have you know half a dozen podcasts. Yeah, yeah. like it is it, crossover season is legit. Yeah, it is. And for school like Lander, where you in we in got one, like eight hundred billion you sports. Will have Thank you, Reese. Both basketballs, wrestling, baseball, softball, both lacrosses, both tennises, golf starting. It's you know how impressive that is? And we only have, like, flow sports on one of them? That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say, Kurt. <laughs> say no <laughs> like to flow. Like, uh, that's like we have like a uh, we have like an over 90% hit rate in saying no to flow. Yeah. That's some it, great stuff right there. I, some other teams in this state could never do that. I am grateful that um, the SAT gave SIDs free access to flow. But yeah. being able to watch the field hockey team, which was also fun to watch. Yes. I heard, got, heard you guys talking about last week. But yeah. it it was great to see. It, it hopefully that contract I think is five years. Hopefully they don't yeah. extend it. We're gonna say everybody across the board can say no to flow. I think I think I think Newberry, as we we're talking about, who have flow sports, I think they're saying no to flow too. Um, everybody, everybody, even flow sports doesn't like flow sports. Uh, Bearcats, um, the Growl Podcast, Bearcats. Everything is happening, and it's happening now, and it's the best time to be a Bearcat fan, uh, especially this men's basketball team. Again, uh, they play Thursday. Women's basketball play Wednesday. Wrestling Thursday as well. Saturday is wrestling all day. Thank you for listening to the Growl Podcast because we have been doing numbers, like numbers, numbers, like the men's basketball team scoring 100 points numbers. Um, and this is the number one podcast in the Lakelands for sports, as I might want to add. Giving Tuesday today. Do it. Thank you for listening to episode three of a very long route podcast, but we had tons of fun. Turner, thank you so much thank for joining Turner. us. Thank you. For Brian, Landon, it's Graham Simpson. Thank you for listening to the Growl Podcast. <laughs>
Mm-hmm. <laughs>